podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100 and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly view system deal. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Hello, good evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers Transfer Agenda Show. I'm your host, Keith Plunker, and I'm delighted to be joined tonight by Grizz Khan. Grizz, how are you? I'm good, my man. How about you? Excellent. Ah, living the dream, buddy. Living the dream. Um, Shawnee Lawson, how are you? Good, good. This is uh, this probably been my last run for a couple of weeks because I'm on holiday, so ah, that is so. You're not bringing miss. the laptop with you now. But you know what, Keith? I might do, but it's not a bad show. There you go. Hey, listen, you don't want to miss out on the last couple of weeks, Johnny. Yeah, I know. That is true. That is true. I'm just going to have to tell the missus now she won't be happy, but okay. Yeah. You know, that's a sacrifice. Yeah, that's all (laughs) And we're delighted to be joined again with Darren Whelan. Darren, how are you? Yeah, uh, inform Keith. I'm glad to be back on. Looking forward to tonight's show. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, I think it was last Thursday we had you with us, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, turn around. Eh? Yeah, there you go. You're getting there, becoming a regular. A little price, and he has his championship. Has his championship. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Jesus Christ. Who's on the back? Who's on the back? Yeah. Um, no, one, on? don't get the names. No, no. no. I'm going to get the badges. Now. I, don't know. I was going to get champions, but. In for a penny, in for a pound, and all that. that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, good stuff. Well, listen, tonight we've uh, we've a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. We try and talk about LFC. We try to talk about, you know, other transfer news that's happening out there. But a lot of the time, our attention is taken up by Liverpool, and rightly so. So we're going to start off with a, a bit of a low baller. Um, we'll come to Grizz on this one. Grizz, a couple of our fringe players, we seem to be low ball bids coming in for them. Uh, Grewich and Wilson, what are, you, what are you hearing about those? Just uh, just the state of the market, it seems, for when it comes to sort of us at the moment, um, people, loads of frustration in terms of why are we not sort of making, you know, sufficient bids. Well, one of the reasons for that is um, we're not getting ma- many good bids for us. Got to finish my tea, otherwise it gets cold and there's no point. Sorry. But, um, but um, yeah, Gruich and Wilson, um, you know, two of the guys that we kind of, Desperate, I guess, to move them on and move them on in good time. They've, you know, they've definitely been told that there's no future for them. Um, 
it's, they're the names that are sort of on everyone's lips when you talk about sort of outgoings and you ask any Liverpool fans, it's like, Grouch Wilson, Grouch Wilson, get them out, get them out. Yeah. Well, you know, it's easier said than done in this market. And like some of the bids that we've got for them, like I've been told today, were poultry, you know, it's like, um, oh, fucking hell, I've got it here. Um, 10 million for Grouch is the highest bid we've got. Um, that's just shocking, isn't it? I mean, considering we were looking at 25, 30 million for him last summer. I mean, I get the COVID situation, but, um, you know, that's taking the P, isn't it? So we're, we're every right. We've got every right to sort of take our time, buy die time, like other clubs are doing with our bids, you know? Um, so it's just, a, as we said, it's just a, a cat and mouse situation to see who blinks first. Um, but I truly believe that we will start accepting bids um, what's he saying? A grizzly beard glow in the dark. Great. Yeah, yeah. Your beard is uh, vibrant there tonight. Well, well, I, I thank Shawnee for that because just before we started, I was saying I'm not looking myself today. Shawnee, help me out here. Like, and he's like, "Well, press the bright button." <laughs> <laughs> so something technical, yeah. But um, yeah, it works. So thank you for that. Filtered. Uh, thank you for that compliment. But yeah, I think there's going to be loads of loads of action now in terms of outgoings um, which will get the ball rolling I mean these bids that we're getting we know we kind of know they're going to come back for them you know we kind of know that you know they're going to sort of give you know um, come back with bigger bids and your likes of your Wilson Gruich Shakiri, and you know I know it's on everyone's um, sort of tip of their tongues at the moment but Brewster included um, you know He's getting a lot of traction. He's getting a lot of interest. And, um, you know, we know he's definitely off. It's just a matter of whether it's going to be a loan or a sale now. So let's see how that one. Yeah, it's interesting. We'll come on to Brewster in a sec, but Sean, he'll come to you. Um, Is it just a case that, you know, we're trying to, we don't want to be bringing in, as we've said all along, we don't want to bring in a Thiago because it gives us a headache trying to sell players on, but the other clubs are stupid and they'll know we need to sell these players on and are they are they just acting on that as any sort of sensible little club would, you know what I mean? Like even a West Ham who are usually a bit ridiculous when it comes to money, are they just saying, well, we know Liverpool need to move these on, especially Marco Gruyich, is that what's happening here? Yeah, I don't look, the thing is what kind of was stung now at the moment with the likes of Grujic, Wilson, among others, Shakiri even. Like in a in a world without COVID, I reckon there'd be clubs lining up to buying these lads and we'd be able to pick clubs off against each other and move them out, no worries. But I think the fact that clubs can kind of see we're in a bit of a pickle regarding moving these players out, they're gonna sit in the long grass and just wait to see and pinch a few pennies because like the difference between three or four or five million in a deal this window is going to be massive for some of these clubs because the the revenue lost and continue to lose going into the new season will just literally mean people are budgeting down to the last red penny. So I reckon it's going to be a case in the last couple of weeks of the window where it just goes off. I think there's like there's a game of dominoes and chicken or whatever way you want it just waiting to fall now. And I just hope that we have hours in a row so when we do fall we can just sweep up and then have the squad adequately needed to go and tackle uh, retaining the title and, and challenging again in Europe Indeed, indeed Darren, um, Shawnee touched on a, a good point there <clears throat> excuse me 
like teams are not going to want to overspend and any deal they can get to bring the price down. We spoke the other night about um, Harry Wilson being linked with Villa and Liverpool and Villa being eight million apart in their valuation. So I think Villa were offering, were, well, we're talked about offering around twelve. Liverpool were looking for twenty. In the normal season, you might say, well, look, just do something there and take the hit. But it's different this time round, isn't it? Like even the big clubs, like ourselves, are going to be impacted by losing money all over the place. Even though we we're not poor, we're not desperate for money around yeah. but they leaving Liverpool are going to want to make whatever money they can from these transfers Yeah absolutely Keith Liverpool are going to try and get as much money as they can for each player especially some of the fringe players like we just mentioned Wilts and Grujic Karius but we're probably going to have to take a cut um, we're probably not going to get the value that they're worth and what we're looking for so I think the longer the window prolongs the probably the chances are we're going to become that bit more desperate and the value will be decreased. So we'll I'll probably say if Wilson, 20 million, 15 million pound player, are probably going to be looking at closer to 12 and a half or 10 million. Um, I still think we should at least get 15 million for him. But um, who's to say we will? We might not. And there's just under four weeks now in the window left. I think Tuesday gone was exactly free. So closer to the end of it. And we haven't sold on many to have begun. Yeah, it's that, it's that going to be so lately. Yeah, it, it's it's a tough summer. It's going to be a tough summer um, for all clubs. I think in this market, and I think you know we just have to accept that. Well, we think you know, well, we'd love our business to be done as Klopp alluded to in, in the 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 news yesterday. You know, we we don't have the money to throw at it, and people read that one way. We read it a different mm-hmm. way. We're not owned by an oligarch. We're not owned by a, a, co- a sovereign country. You know what I mean? Like, so we don't have the money to travel around. We have to be sensible as we always are. But I this think, summer, yeah, go ahead, Johnny. I think one thing that we're going to see loads of, and I know we're reluctant to do it now, I'll probably take Brewster out of this. With the likes of Grujic and Wilson, I think the later it gets in the window, we will be just looking at loans for obligations to buy just yeah. to get them out. Uh, that's what will happen in the end. We're, uh, we're trying not agreement. to... I know we're trying not to... That's the worst Yeah, case yeah. Scenario. I just... Cause yeah. I can't... The worst case scenario for me would be them boys hanging around and yeah. not, Take not getting well, games yeah, or playing games. Enough. Like, yeah, fair like enough. I think that's worse for the club in the long term. Maybe in the short term, getting the cash in is is king. But I think yeah. clubs will want to see the lay of the land post-COVID and most clubs would be confident that maybe this time next year that the situation will be much clearer globally even on a financial scale so um, mm. yeah I, look the the window now like the, the season kicks off on Saturday and if you had to ask me look everyone is still keeping that power dry in this window bar your Chelsea's and your City's but look like, like Klopp said we we haven't got the luxury that they have, unfortunately. No matter how high our revenues is or how much we're bringing in on uh, bonuses or whatever trophies we're winning and we're, we're cleaning up on competition earnings, we're still being yeah. run like a business. Well, People don't like hearing that. It's We're still trying to keep everything in line and that's what we continue to do. I don't think it's a case of getting in, getting players out to get the funds up. I just think space needs to be freed up in the squad before we can do the business that we want to do. And that's obviously why they were looking at a Jamal Lewis first because mm-hmm. he would have given us 
another ace in the hand in terms of bringing in uh, another foreign player. And then you don't lose your power when you're trying to sell your, your soluble assets, so to speak. Yeah, but oh. do you remember, Keith, do you remember, sorry, do you remember the outrage when we offered Norwich 10 million? Mm. Um, the outrage amongst fans and even us, like, why are we so tight? Why are we offering 10 million and they asked for 20? So, like, you know, I've got the, I've managed to find the messages. And today, so, so for example, for Gritch, Newcastle and West Ham had offered 10 million for Gritch when they know he's worth double that, right? So every club is doing it. It's just, our fans obviously naturally only focus on our on, on the sort of the activity around our clubs, but every club is doing the same. Um, uh, Gurich and who was the other one? Uh, there was another bid for another player, but Paul, you know, absolute rubbish. You know, like, um, ah, can't remember now. Can't see it. Here. Brewster, I mean Brewster. Um, you know, the highest yeah. offer we've got for Brewster is thirteen million. Now, at the moment, now, you know, they're taking the mick, aren't they? They know that. And, and every club's doing it. Every club's trying it. The only ones that are going in there, Sean, he says, is, is, is Chelsea. Like, oh, we want 80 million. There's 80 million. We want 70 million. There's 70 million. They can do that. We can't. The rest, it's a, it's a case of who's the smartest. And, and usually, you know, we're the smartest. So it's just a matter of sticking in there, trusting the process. And, um, you know, let's see the, 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 you know, the sweetness at the end of it all. For example, like look at United, they look at the scale of that Sancho deal that they're trying to get done. And normally, when you see with them big deals like over north of a hundred million, they kind of don't. They don't normally get held up about small amounts of money the way the Sancho one seems to be. I don't think there's a massive gap in this valuation between what Dortmund want and what United want. It may be probably ten or fifteen million. And when you think about it, when there's a hundred million on the table. That doesn't look like a lot of money. Usually, it wouldn't look like a lot of money, but now it does. You know what I mean? It, now that ten or fifteen million is huge to both parties, to Manchester United and Dortmund, even though both of them are rich clubs, so to speak. So, I just think the later, like Sky, always build up the the, the deadline day, and it's always a, a damn squid. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Danny Welbeck goes somewhere on loan, and someone else, Danny Rouses. In playing QPR in the in his Jeep with Peter out and Wingy looking for a last minute move, little smelly deals like that going over the line. I don't think that's going to be the case this window because there's so many talents lying around Europe, especially the French league. who's out on its arse. They yeah. badly need cash, yeah. badly need cash, and they haven't been touched yet. So you expect the likes of Lille, Bordeaux, Leon. They're all going to be raided in the last. Last week of the window, Valencia have a fire sale. I think yeah. they've only sold two or three players. You know what I mean? So they're going to be hacked up. It's just waiting for the dominoes to go here. It's it's going to go off any minute. It is. Yeah, so was actually... Go ahead, Darren. Go Sorry, ahead. lads. There was a stat put out there a while ago from Ian Doyle. I don't know whether any of you seen it from Ian Doyle and the Liverpool Echo. I think he tweeted it out a few weeks back that... Liverpool normally don't go over a marquee top signings until 52 days into the transfer market. Today now, currently, I think we're 45 or 46 days into it. So there is still a bit of time to go. I remember when we were trying to sign Alisson, talks had killed down by weeks and it was 80-something million, it was 60-something million. Liverpool weren't going to bid from. And then, you know, overnight that deal was practically done. He was in, had his medical terms were agreed, sorry, before he had the medical. So there is still room for optimism and we know we're not going to 
probably our marquee signing this summer. It looks more likely it's going to be Thiago. That will happen. But we're not going to spend mad money like what we did on Alisson or Van Dijk. And obviously, because of the financial reasons, as the lads touched on there, and Klopp has come out and said it in the last day or two as well with City and Chelsea going mad. But I'm very, very optimistic going into this season. We're less than 48 hours away from our first game and I just can't wait for it. And like, I mean, we are the model. We're the team that set out now for the rest to try and beat and best of luck to them, you know. Exactly, exactly. It's like, you've, it's like you've seen me agenda there, Darren, because I was going to move on to the other clubs and if the league was to start on in 48 hours and the window was closed, like are they all set up to win? Now, I just had that comment on the screen there from Stephen O'Connor about Newcastle offering 35 million. Fasumare apparently got knocked back by Lille, so they have though. Well, they well, stole... Lille, Saul, Oshiman and Gabriel. And Gabriel. Exactly, so they've got yeah. money in. But it just goes to show that Newcastle had a chance in their arm. I know, Grizz, you mentioned this, you know, offering 30, 30 million or whatever for Sumare and then offering 10 million for Greenwich to us, you know, so... You know what I mean? That's like taking the piss. And, you know, and I don't know too much about Sumare. I don't know, maybe Sean or you do, uh, or Darren, oh. but I haven't seen too much of a player. I don't know if he's stylistically like Greenwich or sort of anything remotely he's like tall. him. Oh, is that it? Is that the only comparison, right? He's I mean, well, you know, but the point is if they're interested in Greenwich and they've offered us 10 million for Greenwich, yeah. And then they've gone to Lille with a thirty million plus offer. It's like, it's like, it's like almost like Shawnee said so many shows, so many fucking shows. We've said it. It's almost like they know Liverpool need to sell. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to Lille, don't need to sell. So they've gone in the high offer. They've got sort of the feelings around Lille and and sort of what's the situation they're in. They don't need to sell. They've come to Liverpool and they've sort of got this feeling and vibes like, oh, Liverpool need to sell because they need to get Thiago in. You know it's I mean? a mad, ma- it's mm. a mad market, really. Like because you look at Villa there, who are at the boy and your man Watkins for a, a mad amount of money, oh, yeah, like your championship striker. Yeah, like it's a bit, it's a lot of money. And then Callum Wilson fell to to Newcastle for a, a high enough fee. So like, why can't we turn around the clubs coming in for a reggae and say, well, this is how much that we want? You know what I mean? We we won't be bent over a barrel. I do believe that we need to soften our cough a little bit when it comes to our, the asking prices because you can't be going in looking for bargains and then when someone wants 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 to buy off you looking for a top dollar, it's just yeah. it's not very it's not logical, you know. I I think it's once, not good business, I guess. No, it's yeah. Look, the, Edwards will try to save every penny that he can, and look, you can't laud the fella for being a mastermind, and then have a go on yeah. when he's trying to get as most money in as he can for, for yeah. players that are possibly outgoing. Um, one thing that worries me is that, like, you heard of it, like, as soon as Lovren, the bid came in for Lovren, we knew. They don't seem to be biting on what we have at the moment. Like, from what I can see, it's not, it doesn't seem to be making public knowledge if there is teams coming in and bidding for our players. And that, to me, is a little bit of a worry. Yeah. That is true. It's it usually are getting links all over the place, but at the moment there's just there's nothing solid. You know, as Grizz said, you know, a little throwaway ten million offers here and there for players that we probably value close at the twenty, and that's it. They just haven't a nibble and they're walking away. I mean, it's it's interesting. I I think you said there a minute ago, Shani, and I agree that we could be looking at the loan with the obligation to buy. I think that's going to be the way out to get some of these players off. We may have to do that. You know, it may be the case of Carius even just get him out of the squad. 
Gruyich, if no one's bidding for him, a, a loan or an obligation to buy when teams are more feel to be more secure next season. You know, ten million as Dylan O'Rourke saying, you know, ask me bollocks. You know, it's 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 not it's not big money, but. You know, if we're trying to get a player like Thiago on the, not on the cheap, but well, we can't expect teams to be paying. A lot it is different, but, you know, it, it, we can't expect someone to pay us for, for Grealish, what we're going to pay for Thiago. So I suppose it swings and roundabouts. Um, one thing I wanted to move on to, lads, was the, the Brewster news. It, it's an ever-changing sort of story. The, we were on on Tuesday night and it looked like he was definitely being sold and that's still the some of the talk. But it's come back out today that now it's looking like possibly a loan again. Grizz, I'll come to you. What, what do you make of the Brewster news and the situation there? Is he gone? Is he gone? Is he gone forever? Are we keeping him? Are we loaning him? Are we hiding him away? What are we doing? I think it's fair to say uh, I think it's fair to say he's gone. Um, the only decision now, I think, is that whether it's going to be a loan or whether it's going to be a full sale. I mean, I personally believe it all depends on what kind of bid we get. I think the fella's been told, you know, um, we're going to, you know, he's, he's, I think his agent's been told sort of, you know, it's either a loan or a, or a, or a sale. But, but, but also, we've definitely decided to put a sell-on clause or a buyback clause in there if it's a sale. Um, again, it depends on what kind of bid. I truly believe that if we get a bid anything over £20 million, um, I think he's gone. I think it will be a sale. If no team, again, we, we hold the cards in there. If no team offers that, then we're going to put him on loan for another season. Uh, again, plenty of interest. Um, you know, some of the teams that named um, sort of Sheffield United's manager came out today and sort of gave many clues that the only business he's got left is for a striker forward and intimating that, you know, it could be Brewster. I mean, everyone assumed it's Brewster because they've they've been on his case for a little while now. Now, again, Sheffield United, we don't know their financial situation. Have they spent much? Um, I don't think they have, have they? Sheffield United have. They, no, they, they, they loaned Ethan Ampadu, didn't they? They, they, bought, yeah. they bought those they, two players, though. Yeah, they, they swapped Ali Bork and um, Callum Robinson. So Callum Robinson went to well, yeah. West Brom. Callum Robinson, Yeah. Yeah. So, and they so all our lads from the championship as well, didn't they? they that's right. Ball. So, I mean, if it was Sheffield United, it seemingly at this stage looks like a loan. Um, but you know, do you remember we were discussing whether he's got a career at LFC or not? I firmly believe he's not now. Um, I wanted to. I said last week, didn't I, that I don't think he's got a career. I think he's going to be sold. Um, I got lashed, absolutely lashed on Twitter for saying, oh, shut up, you just made that up. Lo and behold, look, uh, we're, we're entertaining offers for him. Um, it's a shame for him. I do absolutely get the the sort of feelings of like it's slightly unfair on the kid he hasn't had a proper chance like he's not stayed at Liverpool whilst the big guns are there and sort of let him play with the big guns I totally get that but unfortunately there's no sentiment at the top this is a cutthroat businessman and if Jurgen Klopp and his coaches feel that he's our best chance of getting a good fee which it seems mad but it's the case at the moment um, you know, he's the one that the most interest is in and sort of cash is being stumped up. 
um, then I'm all for backing the manager in terms of letting him replace him with someone he feels will be better utilised in the team or squad, which very clearly he doesn't think Brewster will. I mean, you know, he intimated, didn't he, after the the, the, the final round. You know, he's done great, but he's got a lot to learn. And, and from then I knew that, you know, there's, there's something's not right here. Um, so it seems to be the case that he's definitely gone. It's just a matter of loan or sale. I personally believe any, any if we get a bid, then he's gone a full time with a sell on or buy out buy back clause, which means nothing really to me because I, I just don't see him coming back to Liverpool once he leaves now. Yeah, and Darren Rian Brewster, what do you see with the future for him? And um, well, it's looking more likely now, Keith, that he might he could be sold. I'm hoping still that he's not. I think he could mature and develop brilliantly with some of the senior lads in the team that he seems to um be close bonding with and relate um he's good relationships there I know with Milner Henderson and Oxley Chamberlain the team so I would love to see him stay I think he deserves a shot he's a young lad um there's a bit of storage about him very unpredictable good eye a goal he's obviously got the three goals for us in two games in pre-season so I think he's done enough in that it is a bit of a shame that this pre-season we've only had well we've had the three games but he was on um international under 21s wasn't he so it's just a shame that we don't have a bigger and better pre-season than what we've had to see more of Brewster. Um, I would personally love to see him stay. As I said, he's developing nurture great, and especially with Klopp at the helm. There's no better man for to give him the good guidance there. But I just hope it's something we, if we do sell him, that it's not something that we regret. And next season, he's banging in the goals. He's doing great. Something similar to what Danny Ings done this season. Although I think from to get 20, 20 goals with whoever he goes to next season, if he takes some going, but you know what I mean? Some comparison where he goes there, does great, very creative um, and improves. But I, I would love to see him stay, but it does, from what Grizz is saying there and from the latest reports, he probably is going to go. And hopefully if he does go, that we get as much money as possible for him. True, Sean, I'll come to you. I mean, I think we all agree that we'd like to see Brewster given a chance in the team. We've said it on shows before. I think he'd be a good option. It's now looking less and less likely. I thought I remember there was a falling out. Him and Klopp had a, a bit of a uh, tiff. I think, was there anything in that? I think Gav made that up on the wind-up, I think, to be honest. As to God on his truth, I think he did. And I no, think I he's probably watching that. this now laughing. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm going to be different than what the lads here now and I think the club's treatment that handling of Ryan Booster is a little bit muggy. Uh, I think it's very poor, to be honest. Uh, looks like they blow, blow smoke up his arse. Uh, fought him and nail, cancelled friendlies with Gladbach in order to keep him, stop him from moving to Germany like some of the lads went and, and forwarded their career. And now it looks like He's going to be shown the door without even getting a decent chance. Uh, I only have to look back a couple of seasons, a couple of uh, shows ago, and I was all in on Brewster. I was massively all in on him. I was, I had him in the pecking order ahead of Origi and the likes. Yeah. And I just think it'll be definitely regret from his side that he didn't get a chance to show his worth because we've stuck by Origi, although he scored some big goals for us. If you look at the outlook, his performances weren't great no. over the time. Um, it's looking more and more likely that Rian Brewster is a square peg and 
we have a round hole and it's just not going to fit. It's not going to work from at Liverpool. Um, and and that's the biggest I, problem, is it? I think with time, he could become an excellent player for us, a very adaptable type of young player, moldable, like intelligent, different to any forward that we kind of have. And it looks like we're going to get rid of him now after I'm not even getting a chance. It annoys me, to be honest, uh, because... Big hopes for Brewster and he was in that England team where all the players have really kicked on and uh, just, he's not going to get the chance. So for me now, keep him or sell him. Don't bother loaning him because I think you're just selling the young for the dreams again. Just keep him or sell him. That's what I do now. There's no point loaning him again. Uh, cash in now if you're not going to use him. That's the way I see it because at the end of the day, he's a young, he's a young lad and he deserves to be playing football a higher level than Liverpool 23s or Swansea even. If Sheffield and the likes are coming into them and the money is good enough, don't be putting in these fucking buybacks and hand-stringing the kid or cutting out a type of deal where, because that's just saying, oh, well, if they're good enough, you can come back. I don't agree with that. Let him go. Let him build his career. And that was it. Look, Rian, it didn't work out with Liverpool, but for reasons unknown, Klopp didn't fancy it because that's how it seems to me. It just seems it's, to me from day one that Klopp hasn't fancied him. And it's unfortunate because he's one I was really backing. Now, I back any player who pulls on a Liverpool short, but it's great to see kids coming through and becoming mainstays in the team. When you look at Trent, you know what I mean? We all backed him. Trent got lashed after a bad performance against Rashford in, in Amphit, uh, in Old Trafford. But you back him. Cordis Jones has come in. He's flourished. You know what I mean? He looks like he's going to get his chance. Just, I think it's unfortunate for Brewster that he he's not in the mould that Klopp needs in the in the immediacy, and Klopp would probably rather have a, a Sar or a, a Doku or a or Dake in his place. That's that's the only thing that I can say. Yeah, and it's a good point. Is that what it comes down to? That as you said, he's a square a square peg in a round hole, and he is maybe just a, a centre forward and they want someone that's a bit more adaptable. Before we move on, we've over 904, we've 941 people watching. We've only 191 likes. I hate doing the begging for likes thing. It's not, it just helps oh, us. Oh, leave out. the begging to me. Can, can, can you get the, the likes in, please? Like, what, what, <laughs> a load, what a load of Biloxi. Fuck's sake, 136 likes. This is Dude. supposed to be a good vibe show, and, like, there's no good vibes when there's no good likes. That's so, it. yeah, so, because there is some good vibes to come. So get cracking and then I can smash them Luke. That's yeah. it. Smash that Luke button. Um, get it in there. But I mean, without... I'm, so, I'm just going to add on to sorry, 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 yeah, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Host us with the most of sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, Shawnee's Shawnee's given Shawnee's given like a like a he's given a version of what most fans are feeling, right? And I get that. And I repeat, I get the the way we've done him, so to speak. Like sort of, we stopped him from going. Uh, Munch and Gladblack uh, a couple of years ago, I think it was. Was it two years ago, Sean? Yeah, it yeah, it was. Yeah, and then yeah, we yeah. brought him to. Uh, we brought him on the. Remember, we went on a training camp before the Champions League final. He was brought yeah. along, and he was yeah. picked up, and I mean, they were doing interviews with him. Like, they were yeah. building him up. They were building but guys, him up. But guys, but guys, but guys, I always come back to, and and we always we always say that as well. Like the lads at training see him. When I mean the lads, I mean the big boys, Klopp and Pep Linders, and they see him every day and they've, I'm sure they've sort of studied his 
performances away as well. It's it's we we can't have it both ways. We can't sort of say we trust the process. We trust what they're doing. We they know far far more football than us, right? And then if they don't rate someone because he had a very serious ankle injury, and 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 we know some. A lot of players have had serious injuries early in their career and they just can't kick on. Maybe it's just a case of sort of, you know, he's one of those players that that, that injury maybe is hampering him slightly. And I agree with the style as well because, you know, if I'm trying to really remember the, the striker um, Dortmund bought under Klopp where he was just now that striker. The, the, my, Immobile. Immobile. Absolutely. Immobile was your number nine, very much like Brewster. Yeah. We played on the last man and it just didn't work in a Klopp system. Um, you know, it could be, you know, the same situation where he prefers his striker. And for whatever reason, we can't, we can't deny that, that that's the kind of striker or forward that Klopp likes. I'm not necessarily saying a Firmino like for like, but sort of someone in the mould of who can play across the front three, very flexible. Brewster hasn't shown me that, guys. Brewster's shown me he's a deadly finisher. Brewster's shown me he's a deadly number nine marksman. He can, he'll get, he'll get twenty goals for most teams in the Premier League. The other but, side of this as well, with younger players in the future, you need to be yeah. shown that there's a clear path. You know, and you need to be like you can't be bullshitting and blowing smoke up these kids' eyes because we're gonna have plenty of 18, 17, 18, 19 year olds who turn up at Melwood or in Corby in the future. Uh, look at the sign, and they need to know that when they're told that they're gonna get opportunities, that they're gonna get opportunities. Like Brewster has been kind of sold a dream by Liverpool, I think, or probably being a bit erratic and irrational, but I just. Emotional, I think. I think you've been emotional. Well, you're a nice yeah, guy. It's hard to That's be. A, it's, hard, yeah. it's hard to be emotional about a player that I've, I've never seen kick a ball mm. in anger for the first team. You just mm. you'd like to think that there is room there for these lads to make an impact. Like you know what I mean? Because we've seen really so many. The same. We had we had Fowler, we had Mike alone. We've seen these prodigies come through and what they went on to do for the club. Yeah, but I've seen comparisons with Fowler and Owen, and and we, people need to stop that. Well, Fowler. Because Fowler and Michael Owen won a Ballon d'Or when he was yeah. when, when he was sixteen I mean, or something. Yeah, yeah, fair. But it's it's just for me. I'm just sad that I didn't get the same. Given I a chance. If 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 he if even if we had gave him a run up to Christmas and he didn't do it, and he and he come on in the odd game away and it didn't happen for him, you could say, well, you know what? At least we did. Broken promises are not a good look. Not from any manager, director of football, not to any agent. It just doesn't look good. Uh, keep him or let him go. Don't be fucking hamstringing him with these. Oh, we'll buy it back, buy back clauses. I know people are saying Madrid do it. Bollocks. Excuse me, language. It, it, it's it's all it is is it's tethering a lad to the club. Where at this stage, if we were to let him go, we probably want nothing to do with us. So yeah. It is true. It is true. Another young player will move on. Um, um, Ben Woodbourne, bit of a forgotten young prodigy as well. The last prodigy probably before Bruce that came on the scene. It looks like, is he gone to Sparta Rotterdam or he's That's set right. to go to Sparta Rotterdam? And it's on loan. And apparently, loan, yeah. yeah, apparently Pep Linders was big on sending him out there to develop his game in the Eredivisie. Now, this one, 
I'll, I'll come to you, Grizz. Do you see Anton in bed mode, born that makes you think he'll ever kick a ball for Liverpool? Listen, you know me. I can take I can take my own like bad calls, right? Short, big shoulders, and all that. I thought he was. A, I thought he was going to be a star for us. I'm not going to lie. Uh, when 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 Woodburn first came on the scene, I thought this guy. I won't say who I compared him to because, like, I've admitted my mistakes, so there's no need to carry on about it, right? No need to but, kick you when you're down. Do you know what I mean? But but I thought this guy was class. I really thought we could groom him into the Bobby role. Yeah. I mean, he seemed to have so much game intelligence at such a young age, so much maturity in his play. I don't know what happened. I, you know, maybe I got it wrong, or maybe there's something there. Even even Klopp raved about him. See, the thing is, our guy Klopp is not gonna ever put a player down so but he's got to make hard calls now obviously Woodburn's not a hard call to make as it seems again I don't get the loan you know these kind of guys like Ojo Ajari well I know Ajari is gone but Ojo on loan Woodburn on loan I I just think it's I think we should have just if if we're not going to see them again as seems just just cut our costs but you know Pep Linders apparently has sort of told him to go away on loan and it'll do him good so maybe Pep still sees something in him. I don't know. I personally did see a lot in him, but it's obviously not transpired into anything for the club. Um, I can't really see him putting on an LFC shirt again. But you never know. You know, I mean, you know, it's one that I got wrong, I, I think. One thing you mustn't overlook, though, is we only kind of, we as fans, are kind of guilty of thinking, well, if he's not in the fourth team, he's now used to us when this is actually. F- the model that everybody goes on about this is FSG's model they would have brought Woodbourne in as a kid they would have brought Brewster in they brought him in from Chelsea for little or nothing and they'll move them on now for healthy fears mm-hmm. having just given them that football education probably paying out a little bit of wages obviously their wages wouldn't be too high because a lot of them would have been on YTS for a lot of the time at Liverpool and then probably progressed on to professional contracts on not vast amounts of money so this is where Moneyball comes in. Ben Woodbourne, he'll be gone. Dominic Solanke, bang, cashed in. Yeah. Jordan Oib, bang, cashed in. And this is our money used in the background for the likes of topping up contracts for the likes of Van Dyke, Alisson, Firmino. This is where this comes in. This is where you kind of stockpile these young lads. You see yeah. him coming yeah. out with the goalkeepers. Grabara is off now, apparently, yeah. Oikos. We're going to get a fee for him. All we ever did was give him his football and education. So there is a need to have these players around the team. And obviously, you build them up with the hope of a couple of them making it. Or if you look across the board, it really happens. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone was going on about what Lampard done at Chelsea last year and uh, Mason Mount. Uh, who else had they got? Hudson Adoy. Well, them boys. Tammy Abraham they're all going to be completely out of question not this a looking not a looking yeah. T- uh, Tamari look like yeah. a very promising centre-back they're giving him out to everything just to get minutes now like yeah. this is the, it's the nature of football now this is money ball in full effect they're just going to be lashing these out the odd one will come through you will get a Trent you will get a Cordes Jones mm. Harvey Elliott we don't even know yet but all the talk is that kid is going to be special but we were having these conversations about Woodbourne at one yeah. stage at a similar age. So nothing is nothing is guaranteed in football. Yeah. Only that under the right guidance and a bit of hard work, they have a chance to make it at Liverpool. 
But when you look at Brewster, they'll say, well, do we have a chance to make out of Liverpool? So this is kind of, it's a balancing act that the club need to, to keep going because we do rely on farming these youngsters out to championship clubs. It's it's part of the business model. Ain't no place like a cowboy place. Ain't no town like a cowboy town. Ain't no way like the cowboy way. Have a cowboy kind of day. Yeah. Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at Roy's. Ain't no way you're going wrong. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. Yeah, it's true. But Darren, do you, do you see Woodbourne having a set position? Because I know he came up through the U team and he was scoring a lot of goals. But he, he looks to me like the ultimate square peg round hole. I don't know if he's a forward. I don't know if he's now a midfielder. What do you see him as? Do you, or do you think, do you agree with Shawnee there that it's just build up the value and then use him to pay for Virgil's contract extension? You know, like, is that the way we do it? Yeah, that seems to be the way I agree with Shani there. Hunt was, um, Woodbourne did get a big goal for us one time, didn't he? It was a late cup game against Leeds. Yeah, he yeah. was one of our younger scorers. Um, but it, yeah, but and we played in the weekend. How ironic! But I mean, it's again he's he's the type of player he we haven't seen a lot of him. I mean, he was built up to be a big promise. But I suppose back then when was big and high expectations of him coming through to the Liverpool team and become the next big thing. I remember those links of fell. All sorts. Um, never kicked on. Never being given the chance. And back then, we were at a different in Liverpool. I'm just waiting for that to start staying exterminate, exterminate. Yeah, Sounds like yeah. a bleeding Dalek. The challenge for the top four. Oh, jeez. Darden, you're having a murder. Finals oh. now. Huh? You're having a mare there with the L sound, buddy. Uh, don't worry, it just keeps dropping in and out. But we get the gist of what you were saying. I was going, right, you'll be back in a minute. Um, yeah, the Woodbourne thing, it's it's a weird one. But there's other players there. I mean, Nico Williams is getting a mention in the chat. Is he good enough? Can he make it? Keanu Hilver was a wonder kid who doesn't look like he has a place, you know. And these are... You're right in what you say, Sean. You have to give these guys a, an opportunity. If they're good enough, they make it. If they're not, they won't. At, at the same time, though, Keith, like it's a lot easier to throw these young players in when you're in sixth and seventh, not when yeah. you're looking to win Premier League titles. Like you know what I mean? That's the other side of it. You need to be, um, you need to be realistic at the same time because you can't be gambling. Uh, an awful lot. Now the thing is, I know I'm saying that, and then I'm moaning about Brewster, but for me. Brewster is as good to us as Origi is at this stage. Oh, and yeah, I'd yeah. rather have him out. But like the likes of Hoover, I actually rate Hoover over Williams. I think yeah. he's a better player. I think he Same has here. a higher ceiling. I think he can play in more positions. Uh, that's not a slight on Nico Williams. I think he's going to be a really good footballer. Um, but there's just, we haven't got really room to manoeuvre with these types of, like you've seen Greenwood going in there at United last year. He got his chance. Like wouldn't have happened at Liverpool. No. You're seeing Rashford, his his chance at United came completely by chance because your man James Wilson was supposed to be playing games. And United, had, had, it's, United, very United. it's very difficult to give sort of, you're right, I'm, I'm just adding to your point. Um, it's not a counterpoint. I agree with you. It's very difficult to, to sort of give youngsters a chance 
when you're right at the top. I mean, sort of, even us, like, do you remember we mentioned Owen and Fowler earlier? We gave them chances where we weren't very, like, we weren't at the top, top. We yeah. were trying to get to the top, and it was almost calculated gambles or almost, look, we've got this brilliant youngster coming through, let's give him a shot. You know, it was it was that kind of thing. We're at that stage now where only the cream will be kept, only the cream of the crop will be sort of, you know, kept around. And and and, and I'll sh- I know Shawnee mentioned that it might not be a good look about keeping Brewster and sort of in terms of other youngsters that may want to come to us. But I think he's got enough credit in the bank with the likes of Curtis Jones, what he's done, with the likes of Elliot. You know, he's kept them around. He knows Hoover. He knows class is class and they will be given a chance. I agree with the Nico Williams shout as well. Hoover will definitely, in my opinion, overtake him eventually. But but Williams, again, got the opportunity when sort of Hoover wasn't around, you know, cup games, and he, and, he kept, and he took that opportunity. Now, obviously, his performances have taken a slight dip, but he's a kid. Um, and, you know, Hoover is by far the more polished footballer, but he hasn't got, you know, he's got a lot of working on his game, and, and, and Klopp again alludes to it. So I think the youngsters, the elite youngsters, will always be given a chance. And also, again, I agree with Shawnee about the FSG model. It's This is... This is the fruition of that model, the money ball model, like sort of getting these players, seeing the talent early, and then if they work, they work. Otherwise, we move them on. It sounds harsh. It sounds, you know, cruel, but, you know, it's it's a hard game. It's a tough game. Man United done it loads. We forget. Do you remember the fellas that uh, Fergie got rid of? So many youngsters, you know, the next gigs, the next... Who was that? Chadwick, Luke Chadwick. Even Sunderland was a graveyard for you, the United yeah. Academy, for years, you know what I mean? Yeah, so he's done it all players. the time. He, only kept, the he kept only the elite of the elite. And, you know, we're doing the similar thing, but obviously, you know, it's more sort of social media season and everything, and people get sort of affiliated with certain players and it comes becomes blown up. But our model, as much as we sort of despise them a lot over there, right, our model is pretty similar to the ones they used in their glory years. You know, and it's a successful one. Trail, it's trail, but um, yeah, so, go ahead, Darren, go ahead. So, sorry, lads, I got cut off that time. It was a bad signal here. Um, just going back to that point at Woodbourne, I mean, there is only going to be a couple of players, I suppose, you went on to it, um, that are going to come through and going to make it. So there's going to be a lot of players that won't, the career won't get to the top, you know what I mean? So... As the, the zombie don't like to look at Harvey Elliott, Jones, Trent. Yeah. Someone made a brilliant point there. Um, like Europa League, like Europa exactly. League was a brilliant stage for. Like I remember when we were in the Europa League and the likes of Andre Wisdom and Suso and Connor Cody and them were getting games. That's the perfect platform to them. Like we don't Harry have Kane. that now. Harry Kane, Harry Kane. forced team from playing Europa League every yeah, so yeah. like. There is that. Like, we don't get that now. We're going bleeding to Belgrade away on a, in the middle of November on a Wednesday, freezing fucking cold. You wouldn't be putting yeah. young lads out there. Like, you know what I mean? We don't get chances. Yeah. Only the Carabao Cup, which club seems to completely disregard. So we never really go farther than the fourth, the fourth round because clubs, yeah. we're, yeah. we're in a different country. Our club's not arse. Like, you didn't yeah. even bother going to, to that game that night. So it's just maybe... We need to think. We're, I think we're still kind of thinking like a team who was in the third, fourth, or fifth range when we're title challengers now. We're yeah. perennial title challengers. 
we probably need to move our scope a little bit in terms of blood and youngsters through. So, like, how many it, have you brought through? How many young players have broke into the city team? They've apparently got the best young player in England since Paul Gascoigne, and he's he's only got a handful of games. You know, yeah, there you go. He, yeah, yeah, and he he hung around. In fairness to Foden, he hung around, and he looks like he will play a lot more games now coming yeah. this year. But only have to look at Eric Garcia. I see, I see. Like, I think he's brilliant. I think yeah. he's a really good centre back. I actually think he looked good when he came in for them. He's a better player, not the Mendy. Pep has no interest yeah. in him. He wants to go away. Like, you know what I mean? It's so hard for these top clubs to keep the, the younger players in check. Like, you even look at uh, that lad who was just signed for, for West Brom from West Ham, Diagana. Yeah. He's massively high rated. West Ham are spending too long in relegation battles that he can't take a lump on putting that young lad in up top and give him games. So he fucked off. So it's it's one of them things. Like, we're at that end of the spectrum now where we actually need to be at it every single game. Like, it draws a loss for this Liverpool squad. Make no bounds about it. So we, we probably, Klopp, that's probably Klopp's thinking, okay, we'll move out Brewster and then I'll get someone who I know is going to do exactly what I need them to do if Mane or Salah are out. Uh, Oye, Asar, Oye, Adake. So yeah, that may be uh, the thinking. Our, our mates from yeah. Coppish, our mates from Coppish asked a good question earlier. On, um, I know you highlighted, but we didn't get a chance to answer. They said that sort of if Brewster does get sold, you know, surely we're bringing a forward. Absolutely, we do. Absolutely, and that would be one of the reasons why we would yeah. demand a fee for Brewster. You know, if we could agree a deal with a with a with a someone like Sar, or today we've been linked with. What's that, the Belgian player? Jeremy Docu. I don't know if you want to segue into that, but yeah, yeah so Docu, I mean, yeah. yeah, so so these are segue, so these, good segue. I like it. Yeah, so these. I mean, this is this is one of the reasons, and we've got to trust him. We put we have we got no choice but to. We can say um give our opinions on it, but at the end of the day, the man's a don. He knows what he's doing. You know, let him do what he wants. I mean, I'm I'm okay with anything honestly you know you guys know i was okay with Ginny being sold you know if it had to happen to be i didn't believe it would or i didn't believe we'll it come would. on to him in a minute yeah. Chris. Don't worry, sorry we'll come sorry on to him yeah. in a minute um, well excited me well excited me. <laughs> <laughs> um but no i want to stick on jeremy docu there for a second so darren i'll come back to you for a minute it's a new name that's been linked with us in an, in an attacking position do you know what about him yeah, well, he's playing for Anderlecht. He's got a couple of goals for him. Um, he scored a cracker there the weekend. Oh, sorry, Tuesday night against Iceland, Belgium, 1-5-1. He actually started the game as well. So he does seem to be a bit of a handful up front. He's well-built lad. Um, but again, I don't know any more than that. It'd be a different ball game from in the Premier League and especially competing up the top end with Salah, Firmino, Mane um, in what would be considered the best league in European football at the moment. So... It, it's it's a sign in that FSG for only, isn't it? I mean, he's only 18 years of age. He's only, I think he went 18 there in May. So he's a, his value then in the future, if he came and done something with us, could be. Simon Docu. Simon Docu, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my mate so, said today that Grizz promised us a Simon, but FSG won't even pay for a Garfunkel. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, for cutting across you there. We need a marquee, no, no. Simon. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but chances are now he could sign for us the speculation drive today, if you believe what you read into. So 
I don't know what his value would be, but I'd imagine we'd be looking to bring him in for a couple of million and then obviously give him enough game time and give him enough chances and then it's no doubt about it, his price would shoot up then if we're looking at shipping him out ever in the future. But it's definitely FSG sign, it seems to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like something like what we discussed last week where was a Patson Dake from Salzburg. Yeah, true. He's yeah, another so, strong link yeah. there, you know. It's interesting. Shawnee, do you know anything about Jeremy Doku? No, I just I uh there was a couple of articles Phil for now about us being interested the last couple of weeks and then I read the story about him visiting Melwood with his family and with his mum and dad and they really liked what they saw and he had interactions with Klopp and Sada even gave him a jersey and how he spoke glowingly about uh, when he got there that he looked like that was the level that he wanted to get to and it's a very good sign if he's already playing in the Belgium senior team because they're the highest ranked team in the world at the moment. Yeah. Don't know ever like that. Literally top, the top of the FIFA rankings and if he's starting games for them, yeah. well then, look, he's doing something right because they have some serious firepower in that squad. So, um, yeah, yeah, he looks, he look, from what I've seen from him, he reminds me a little bit of Sterling, like just that little, that little bit of cuteness just to get away from players. You see it all the time. Um, and I'd love Rah- I'd love a Raheem Sterling in this Liverpool team because it is sort of different to Mane and Salah to what we have. Um, if we were to sign him, I don't think we'd have him uh, straight away. Though I think we'd probably end up giving him back to to Anderlecht for a year. That's normally how it goes. And look, that's all right because we've done a similar thing with Origi and Lille, and we left them there for a year. And it's just about getting these people in. So we got him in for the right price. And um, yeah, he does. He look. He fits the bill. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's cheap, exciting talent yeah. that that could grow into a world class star. Um, how better than Jurgen Klopp to mould that young man into a, another unbelievable wide forward? Yeah, indeed. And look, it is. It's it's very much you know one for the future. You buy an eighteen year old from Belgium, and. You, you park him up there and in two years time maybe he's ready Grizzle come to you with with regards to to um Dak Dakio Dakio whatever his name is when Simon. we were we had him Simon Simon Dakio we had him over at um Simon as Shawnee yeah. said we had him over at, um, at Melwood I brought him around the place he was impressed we were impressed because when we were negotiating the great Lazar Markovic's loan to Anderlecht we tried to stick a clause in that we get forced dibs on him so he's been on the radar of the club for a while it, it'd be an interesting one to bring in wouldn't it um, but, but definitely one for the future would you agree? Yeah absolutely uh, I must give a shout out to um, uh, Peter Phillips of the cop table who told me about this player couple of weeks back um, and said that we're interested in him and so like, it's it's come out to be true. Um, the guy apparently we were sort of proper in love with him two years ago you know as a kid and sort of everything was set but the guy you know him and his family decided to stay he wanted to play which is credit to him as well shows that you know even at that young age he knew what he wanted you know that's always a good sign. Um, so yeah yeah um, Apparently, we're interested in a game. But again, it's a long-term venture. It's not something, as Shawnee says, someone that will come into the team and sort of challenge the front lads right now. But it's, again, it's a very good um, it's very good forward planning. The guy's one of the hottest properties in Europe. Um, don't know much about his playing style, etc., apart from what I've read the articles since. So, uh, but yeah, it's nothing, um, it's nothing sort of for the now. It's very much for the future. Yeah. 
Brilliant. Before we move on to the sort of Tiago Wijnaldum news, just want to let everyone know, uh, tomorrow's the cut-off for the prediction ace game that we're going to set up. If you haven't entered, throw an entry in. It's a bit of fun, it's a bit of crack, it's free, and there'll be prizes for the winner at the end of it. So if anyone hasn't entered and is, is considering it, throw them in and... Um, we, we'll get that up and running as soon as the season starts. It'll be fin- the entries will be closed tomorrow. So if you're not in, you can't win, as they say. And Shawnee, I'll come to you briefly. Instagram Live is something we're going to be doing. Gav has mentioned it before. Do you want to let the lads know what we're planning on doing with that? Yeah, so this coming season, um, we're going to be using Instagram Live for posting pre-match shows. So we'll be doing 15 minutes before kickoff and then probably 15 to 20 minutes after the game so we'll be getting instant match reaction so it'll be either Gav me possibly Keith I'm sure uh, we'll be jumping on there and literally just give you a chance to jump in no, and voice your opinion well Chris if you want then you want no, then you're a busy man you yeah. you no, apparently it's technology involved you'll have to go on an Instagram course <laughs> yeah we'll <laughs> Yeah, we, yeah. we might get you in for the 21 22 season, Grizz, after yeah. a, a good year's uh, practice. No, but um, that's what we're going to be doing. So you can get to jump in. And look, if you want to go ra- if you want to go Russia, you can go Russia. If you look, we're looking for the next troops in DT. You know what I'm saying, blood? That's what we're looking for. There's a gap in the market. There's an opening after coming up there that we're looking to swoop in and fill up. Judging by some of the Lulas in this chat. It could be lit. So, uh, yeah, go over there and follow us. It could be good. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's very, it. Very, very definitely says instances for the kids, Grizz. Yeah. Oh, All right, fair enough. Chris is definitely doing an Ozzy Osbourne on this. Sharon, what's in Instagram? <laughs> 100% <laughs> But it's true. Sign up, follow us on Instagram, and there'll be just more interaction for the listeners and the people in the chat. They're the regular people that come on. I just want to have a chat. I want to go mad, whatever. It'll be a chance to, to get on and interact. So it's, it's good for the new season going forward. Right, well... Again, we're coming up to the hour. We'll finish up on the news around um, Gene Vinaldum and Thiago. So, Grizz, I'll come to you first on this one. What are you making of the news of the meeting with Gene and Klopp today? And what, what are you reading into it? Um, it's very difficult to read into sort of stuff, especially when Sky Sports are, are reporting it. You know what I mean? So, it's... Look... I said to you guys from the offset, my opinion was the Tiago deal is not dependent on Gini. That was, you know, that's what I was told and that was also my opinion. Um, but I also believe, again, very much like Brewster, it's the situation is with his contract. You know, if he refuses to sign and extend and all this about we haven't offered him a contract is mad. And, all, and then I've heard this talk about we haven't offered him an improved contract. You know, there's so much talk about that. It's it's the same contract. That's absolute nonsense. It's very much an improved contract. The the situation sort of was what I was told was about sort of in terms of how the longevity of the contract, and you know, and maybe his sort of head has been swayed by by sort of the prospect of playing for for Kuman. You know, you gotta you gotta understand and admit that these guys sort of may look up to Kuman. You know, Kuman was a Dutch legend. You know. And, you know, it may be a, a different sort of opportunity for him for Barcelona. But look, as far as I knew, he didn't sort of, we weren't actively pushing him out and he didn't want to leave. But if the opportunity arose where we get a fee for him, uh, very much like Brewster, look, that's our fee. And if we get that fee, then I don't think we'll stand in his way. 
But reports today say that, you know, it was a positive meeting and he's looking to stay. Well, that's brilliant news as well. So, again, I don't see it. My take on this whole situation is that I don't see any negatives in it. That's what I keep barking on about, you know, all over social media and on our, on our, on our, on our videos, that it's, it's, it's not a, there's, no negative, there's no negative side as a Liverpool fan in this scenario. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a win-win situation as far as I see it. But, you know, people see it differently. I mean, if, if Ginny stays, I still think, and people might say, oh, this means Chris is saying Tiago ain't coming. No, I've never said, and I'll say it again, Tiago isn't dependent on Ginny, in my opinion. And I'm, I'm sticking to that. I'm telling you that. So it's a win-win situation whether Ginny goes or Ginny, can't, or Ginny stays, for, for me anyway, because if Ginny goes, we get a good fee for him. We put that in, into, the sort of, into the key for a centre-back or a forward. You know, we won't sit on it. You know, that's my that's that's my um, opinion. So it's good. Um, Ginny, you know, again, from the pictures you see today of the players and everything, he doesn't look like a guy that's sort of unhappy or has told the boss that he's off, you know. So, you know, yeah, as, 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 as Megan McKellian, sorry, I hope I haven't butchered your name. Um, no, you, don't you know, best you case is Ginny stays and Thiago comes in. Do you know what I mean? And, and that's... You know how many fans, sort of going back a week, would have would have thought of that. I don't see any negativity um, around the club or around us or around the situation. Yes, it's frustration that how long it's taking, but it's 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 a window unlike any other. Do you know what I mean? So it's going to be complicated. It's going to be a patience test. But I think, and I hundred percent believe, we'll all be very happy at the start. Well, the majority of us will be very happy uh, once the window's closed. You're always going to get the, you know, the bedwetters as Johnny Paul. And Darren, what do you make of this? Do you, do you see a, a future with Genie and Thiago in the Liverpool midfield? Yeah, I do. I've been saying all along that we'll keep Genie and Thiago, and there's a possibility that Fabinho could be our fourth choice centre half. Now, I don't really wouldn't like that situation to happen where we're going to be using Fabinho as a four-choice centre-half because I think what he does for us going forward is exceptional as well and we've seen some of the cracking goals he got against Palace Man City earlier on this season but um, yeah, I would I would hope that Genie stays now. I think um, we don't know him at and he doesn't know what's at but I said last week I think I brought a start up he played over 140 games well that was over 140 late games he's played for us in the couple of seasons he can sign for us in 2016 so he's missed our reliable missed our consistent he's been very committed um to the cause for us he's made the most of us as a midfielder so genius day would be a bonus absolutely and i've seen a couple of the pictures today on instagram amongst the squad he looks very happy um and that's great you know and um, happy team happy players um, but Thiago coming in, hopefully that's going to happen soon. As I said, normally we don't bring in our marquee signings to start in 52 days in the transfer mark. We're now on to day 46. So hopefully something will happen in the next couple of days with Thiago. Talks are, though, that it's going to happen. Shawnee, I'll come to you. Michael Lee has a comment there, by the way. We've discussed this numerous times, haven't we? Do you want to give them a quick... Run down on what we no, think. No, he don't. I no, know he don't. No. I could tell you. I'm telling you. Yeah, exactly. I knew it. Yeah. That's it's fair like, enough. It's like singing to the deaf. Yeah. I believe, and signing to the blind. You know what I mean? It's just a waste of time at this stage. Um, I'm skeptical of this genie talk because yeah, he was his first day back in training today, and he had to meet my club, and the room was going around at five o'clock. That was positive talks. Like, 
hell, what did he just come out and text his mate? Oh, that went well. I just had a war club. I don't know. I think I I think if the money comes in, Jeannie will still be gone. I don't. I, that's the way I see it. Um, he's going to be in the squad on Saturday. Look, I don't want Jeannie to live at the expense of anybody, and I don't believe that Thiago coming in is dependent on Jeannie. I just I think Thiago coming in now is just it, it's more of a when and not if. Just we need to get them lads out the door because of the quota, because of the aforementioned quota. Um, that's the only thing that's kind of hamstringing us now. Um, Genie is in a win-win situation. He, he gets a big contract if he leaves now, goes and plays for Barcelona. He hangs around, he runs down his deal, gets a massive signing on, massive voyage for any team, literally. He can start talking to them in January. Um, I'll hold fire on Genie being a Liverpool player until after October because I think if a silver bid does come in, the club will take it because not only that, well, they don't want them to go for nothing. Genie is going to get his last big contract. So yeah. I just see, I, I, no matter how positive his talk is with Klopp, I don't believe it. I, I know what you're saying. Like until until we the window closes and we have Genie signing a new contract and Thiago in the midfield that does nothing really set in stone. Before we sort of wrap up, um, great numbers watching us tonight. We've over 1,100 currently in there, which is superb. But you know what I'm going to say next. Smash the like button. There's still 394 likes. You know, look, it's not a big thing. It does mean a lot for us because it gets our show out there and it, it gives us more reach, you know what I mean, to get more people listening and just to join in with us. So if you can just hit the like button, the little thumbs up. Go I'll ahead. just say something before we bounce off. Yeah. Does, I understand frustration amongst fans at how the window's going at the moment. But step out for a minute. The football's back on Saturday. Yeah. You're going to watch the, the reigning champions start the defence of a title. And this is coming off the back of a season where we put 99 points together and won the league before the previous season. We won a Champions League and done 97, finished one point of a double. The season before that, we are beaten in the Champions League final because we lost our first player, best player in the first 10 minutes. Mm. Don't buy into the shy that all of these media outlets, talk sports, you'll see YouTube channels are pushing, doing their predictions. Loads of them have Liverpool and towards. Don't buy into the shy that we need to spend a hundred million to challenge again because people are writing off this squad massively. They're, They're writing off the power of this collection of players has together. And we are a seriously dangerous underdog. Yeah. And we're I was going into say, this. Johnny, we're I going into this. Yeah, we're going into this season. You got to remember. The, sorry, I'm so sorry. No, go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Keep joking, I was going to no, because Shoney sort of when Shoney talks, he inspires me. I can't hold myself any longer. And yet, you're still I, put in. I know, but it's just you know, I, I agree with him, and I just want to add in and join in. So I'm so sorry, but what it is, and he's and he's absolutely bang on the button, and and especially at times, it, sort of a season like this where where we're not going to have the Anfield crowd behind us. Everyone's talking about what is Liverpool's motivation. Oh, will their desire be the same? 
well, all these media outlets and all these clubs' fans and all these signings of other clubs, that's our fuel, that's our desire. Because everywhere you look predictions-wise, it's uh, Liverpool. If they don't make four or five signings, they're going to finish, they're going to struggle. So that's music to Klopp's and this team's ears. Because I'm telling you now, people are completely, as Shawnee says, totally underestimating us. And we've seen before. We've never been favourites. Have we been favourites for the Premier League? No, no. even last season we were. The season before we were, no. we've never been favourites for anything. People just overlook us and we people love are, it. People are writers off and they get super emotional. And the thing is now, <laughs> with social media, you can delete your tweets and the shit you say. So if you're going to act like a fucking idiot saying that you want the owners out and you want Genie out and you want the X player out because yeah. you're not happy with the business that we're done, then realise that come May, when we're in the hat, going for glory, that you're going to look like a fucking idiot. So don't yeah. tweet it in the first place. For example, Gary Neville got very emotional on a Sky Sports show last year. Very, very emotional. Talking all this yeah. shit about how Salah was going to live and how exactly that United win titles again and did win one before Liverpool. Well, now look, there's an ex-player who with the highest, one of the highest respected opinions in the game made himself look like a fucking idiot. So if Gary Neville can do it, you can do it. Sit back, relax and enjoy. We've the best manager in the world. We've the best goalkeeper in the world. We've the best right-back in the world. We've the best centre-back that the Premier League has ever seen. And I'm not even being funny when I say that. Our front three is unrivaled and unparalleled. We can go again. Don't be buying into the shit that you're seeing on the toxic crap on social media and newspapers. Everyone just knocking us out the pack. Uh, Liverpool, they won't do it again. What have City fucking done? They were trying to sign Messi to catch us. This is Think the level that we're at. This Think isn't a flash in the pan. They were literally yeah. going to and nail. It was going on a court case. They were trying to get the best player who's ever graced a football pitch in to compete with us. Yes, the league starts on Saturday. We all start on zero. But I fucking guarantee it, they will have to be on it to keep up with us again. It's as simple as that. Well said, Sean. You well said. And that's the, a lot and of people just, agreeing in the chat there. Sorry, Darren, were you going to say Just something? jump in there with a point, lad. Yeah, well, the great... Johnny's saying we've the best manager in the world, and I obviously agree with Jurgen Klopp. He said that we're not going to defend the title this year, we're going to attack it. So that's huge motivation going into the season. But we also, what we have more than any other clubs, Chelsea, City, we have the mentality, we've the attitude, we've the togetherness, we've that desire, that never give up, and we've proven it time and time again. So come May, we'll, we'll prove everyone again what's what we're about and the cream will always rise to the top lad so I can't wait for this new season just a little at the start of the show um, so excited never look forward to a season as much as my life is going to this and I can't wait to just use that quote we're going to attack it this season exactly. and just remember City buckled at every corner last year they yeah. buckled at every single corner and before City yeah. kicked the ball this year we can be six points ahead we can be yeah. six points ahead of City before they kick a ball. Yeah. We play two games and then they and go to games. They have to go to Wolves on a Monday night for their first game of the season and beat them. Beat them to just keep up with us. Beat them from the last start. season as well. So we don't buy into all of this shit negativity, lads. There's more to football than transfers. Yeah. The FIFA fucking the FIFA yeah. The FIFA rankings come out today and the fellas pulling their hair out over transfers will be the ones bashing their keyboards over FIFA rankings. At the end of the day, it's all about football and it's back on Saturday and enjoy it because look, football goes in cycles and we're just getting started. No matter who we sign, no matter who goes, 
because the, the core of the squad is always going to be there. So enjoy it. Don't listen to the naysayers. Fuck them off. Laugh exactly. at them. Exactly. But a point as well that's getting mentioned in the chat there, like we've added Curtis Jones and Minamino to the squad. And I know we added them last season, right? But they really look like exciting players that can come in and give us a little bit extra. I'm not saying we're not going to sign anyone else, but we're making improvements. We brought in Simicast to cover the glaring hole we had in the Absolutely. squad to cover that left full. You know, we're doing little bits. We just haven't done a marquee signing, but it's 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 a new thing now where there has to be a marquee signing. There has to be a marquee signing. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's something that well, people need to just relax about. Just chill out. Well, as I said last, I think as I said it last week, in terms of marquee signing, I honestly can't wait to see people's faces when Tiago walks through the door. Mm. What's their next going moaning or excuse going to be about this regime, about this policy of FSG? As, as you say, we're stronger than last season. How are we not favourites or how are the media playing us down or even our own fans sort of dismissing our chances already is beyond comprehension. I mean, and I'm a thick old. Right, I, I can't work it out because we're stronger. We're stronger than last season. We're stronger than last season. Mm, yeah. we've, 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 we've got a, a left back cover that we didn't have, and Thiago's about to walk through the door. We're stronger. Yeah. Every, no, I mean, who's ready? I mean, Chelsea are, are stronger, but are they sort of what forty five points they finished before? Behind us, are they 45 points stronger? They have a lot of players they need to integrate, you know what I mean? Like, they think buying in eight yeah. or nine new players is going to just magically happen. There'll be problems there, and a manager maybe that's still very naive, I'm not overly concerned, could come back to point me in the arse. As Shawnee said, you say things, this video will be around in a year, yeah. But I think it's us in Man City again, and I think Shawnee was, was right there, you know. We had a foot on the necks on the throat to Man City. And as they did towards the year before, where a draw is now no good. And that was the mentality switch Liverpool had. That squad yeah. will be ready to go again this season. Will Man City, I don't know, with the signings they've made and the proposed signings, I'm not overly concerned. Uh, I'm in the I'm of the idea that Thiago was coming in. Imagine the kick mm. in the stomach that is yeah. going to be for opposition fans. You heard Wayne Rooney talking about the impact that it'll have. Yeah. You heard Gary Neville already mm-hmm. turning around saying, oh, if they got him, Jesus, they have a world-class operator on every area of the pitch. Completely overlooking Henderson. Completely yeah. overlooking Fabinho, who's there already. These are this is, The team talk for Saturday is done. Klopp yeah. needs to just bang up on the wall saying, look, after all you did, nearly 200 points over two mm-hmm. seasons. They're still talking shit about him. And yeah, they, they, signed Fer, they, signed Fer, they signed Ferran Torres from Valencia and they signed Knight and that guy. Why, why are we quaking in our boots? They wouldn't get in their team, Luke. Why are we? They, they, yeah. We all start on zero and say, and if you're not on it, you're not going to keep up with us. It's as simple yeah. as that. We, we've right. we've got 196 points out of our last 228 points, lads. That's unbelievable. And another thing what we have gone to this season is we have the experience of winning. For years and years, we talked about going to and transfer yeah. markets oh but there's no Premier League winners in this team last season was Milner but this season every single one that squad are going to be going out they're high flying we're all, they're all Premier League winners they have the experience there a couple of months before well last June in 2019 they won the Champions League we won the World Club Cup so this team is going to I can see her steamroll it again lads I really do and um, I know this will probably be played back again but I'm going for another promise of Garden Tee Good stuff. Look, we like that. Balls on the table attitude of yours, Darren. Very yeah. good. 
we were on our mm. ass last preseason going yeah. into the first game of the season and everyone was shitting it because mm. we lost beaten by Napoli battered by Napoli beaten by Sevilla I think we were beaten by Bluebell and all at one stage we, we were beaten by everyone yeah. look when it comes to crunch time this team shows up and it's as simple as that yeah. when you have Van Dijk and Allison and you, you don't lose football games it's as simple as that we'll be good to go don't be worrying about that and just when yeah. when the when the the signings still walk in the door, enjoy it. Don't be yeah. don't be turning around and say, "I fucking told you this is what I need." Enjoy it. But like, I suppose but the one thing we have, there's no agendas here. Whether you're FSG out or FSG in, at the end of the day, you should always just be a Liverpool supporter. Yeah, that's too many it. people lose sight of that. Too many people yeah. lose sight. Look, we'll, we'll finish up on that. Um, Darren, thanks very much for joining us. We'll have to get you Grizz's internet man on uh, the next show. I'll send you, that Keith. I'll check, I'll send yeah. that Keith round. Send that Keith. No worries. No worries. But it was a pleasure having you again, Darren. For the next one. That's yeah, it. thanks lads for having me on. Pleasure as usual, lads. Gentlemen, well done. No problem at all. No problem at all. Grizz, can another flawless evening by yourself. I don't know what's going on. Amazing, mate. I tell you, new season, new me, new camera. Fuck off. The world's your oyster. The world's your oyster. And Shawnee Lawson, pleasure as always, my friend. I'm going to watch Rocky Far and knock lumps out of there. <laughs> what better way to end it? So, look, as we said, um, we wanted Paul Simon, they gave us Art Garfunkel, but if Thiago comes through the door, FSG will be giving us the Beatles. So, look, just enjoy it. <laughs> I've been your host, Keith Plunkett. We've been the LFC Day Trippers, and we'll bid you all good evening. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Podcast Network.